Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. I'm Rebecca Levy of KidsViews.com, and I'm here in the studio today with Amy Oztan, SelfishMom.com. Hello. Hi, Amy. And we have a special guest today because Andrea's not with us. We have a special guest who has been here before. She was here almost at the very beginning. We yes. have Natalie Diaz of Twiniversity. Hello. Yay. Hello. She runs a twin empire. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of saying it. Sure. I'll take it. Um, so, Natalie, I, for those of you who want to go back into our archives, um, Natalie was on one of our very first, I think you episode were here. Four. Episode four. Episode four. Wow. Aww. And she rocked the house. So we are so happy she's here again. Well, thank you for having me. And she just came back from Las Vegas. So. I did. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. She did. Ooh. So today on the show, we're going to do two topics. First, we're going to talk about Las Vegas, sort of. We're going to talk about this crazy kid product expo that goes on. And Natalie was there. Oh, that's where that is. Yes. yes. Oh, I knew that's what she was talking about. I didn't realize it was in Vegas. Yes. yes. Oh. It's like the CES of baby yeah. stuff. Ew. <laughs> it is, actually. It's, it's insane. It was it's great, in, though. It's insane. So Natalie's going to tell us all about the coolest stuff the parents are going to need to know about. And then we are going to talk about Barbie. Topic number two is Barbie. And we're going to dig into poor Barbie that has been failing tr- tremendously over the last few years and a mm. new commercial that aims to stop the Barbie hemorrhage. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then we'll terrible. Have, I know. What it a shame. Sounds awful. Poor Barbie. Barbie hemorrhage. Hemorrhage. Now from Mattel. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll have our Bites of the Week. So let's jump in with topic one. Natalie, mm. you survived Vegas. I did. I did. It was all about comfy shoes and uh, eating a good breakfast. Yes. I've learned a lot of life Sounds lessons. a lot like parenting in general. Yes, <laughs> it is. It was. Uh, and when the coffee comes out and who what booth it was. Yeah. So this, I, I don't think it's actually the world's largest kids expo. I think that's in Cologne. This one is the you largest You couldn't go one to that here. one? <laughs> no. You know, I'd I rather go to Italy than sometimes Vegas. Sometimes I think about it. But then I say that the products that I would see there, there's a good chance they might not be available here. Oh, right. So I, that was a genuine thought because I was like, I should go. So I go for, um, for a few reasons. First, I definitely, since as an educator, I teach parenting classes to expect in a new families of twins. And they always ask about strollers and gear. Hmm. So I go to get schooled on all the new strollers that are coming out for 2016 and any new innovations that are taking place. Mm-hmm. So you can tell me like what $2,500 stroller I'm going to see next yeah. season in my Brooklyn neighborhood? Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. I could definitely tell you that. Awesome. Yeah, I could spot a trend from a mile away. <laughs> I've also, um, this year was a very big year for me because I was a guest judge for the JPMA Innovation Awards. So, and the JPMA is the Juvenile Products Manufacturers Association, mm-hmm. and somehow they deemed me worthy to judge uh, hundreds of different items that families, well, you know, inventors have submitted f- to kind of be evaluated. And there was some cool stuff. There was definitely some epic fails, but you have to always remember that was somebody's dream, so you don't want to crush <laughs> it. But there was a lot of a lot of tech stuff, a lot of tech stuff. So much so that I was slightly troubled by it because I felt that all like everything that was like the hot new shiny stuff was almost giving you permission to disconnect from your family. Hmm. Ooh, like what? Okay. 
I don't remember the name of it, and I real I I want to say that it's called Milk Buds, but I'm not positive. I'm already worried about this now. All right. <laughs> so what it is? It looks like earphones that you attach to your baby's neck, <gasps> and as you're breastfeeding, it evaluates their suck and swallow mechanism, oh, so you know God. how much they're drinking. Okay. All right. Now, some people were like, this is the cat's pajamas. I absolutely love this product. Now I could breastfeed. But what it's telling you is like, once your baby's hooked up to this monitor, you plug it into your iPhone and then you watch your iPhone. So no longer are you watching the baby now, truth. The company does say this is, it's just an aid. It's not supposed to be replacement. You're supposed to watch your baby, blah, blah, blah. However, if you're like a super neurotic mom, you're not looking at the baby anymore. Right. You're going to watch this app that's telling you when that's going to happen. Right? I thought that was really crazy town. I would be so worried it wouldn't be accurate. Like, you know how Fitbit is yeah. totally wrong all yes. the time? Your that's baby's full. Yeah, your baby's full and your baby's like latched on for dear life. Yeah. And you're like, you've had enough. <laughs> like, well, whatever it is. Because breastfeeding especially is it's so it's much temperamental. of it is temperamental. Yeah. And it's intuitive. And you it's part of... Breastfeeding is learning your baby's signals in general. Yeah, like, like getting in tune with your baby. Yeah. yeah. I, it sounds like things that we've talked about in the past that were just over-monitoring devices where it was developed for somebody who has some kind of special need, special medical need where they need to be watched mm-hmm. that closely, and then everybody wants it. Well, it's funny because I think breastfeeding in particular is sort of a mystery still, even mm-hmm. though it's the oldest thing known to mammal kind yes. um, that because it's about like looking at the diaper a lot mm-hmm. of time after <laughs> true. and then the weight gain like yeah. that's yeah. really how you know if your baby's getting enough I think there's so much anxiety around it so that I can see someone moving into that market I would just feel weird sticking sensors on my baby I, feel, like, I, I don't know how like, I how felt does, about how it how does it know I hmm. feel like it would be better stuck on my boob yeah and like knowing tell how me much when i'm empty <laughs> like a gas tank yes. how much is left it's like a little weight that goes underneath your boob and it tells you i weighed my boob before and after that was that was definitely one of the most unique things now you're judging on innovation so is it innovative definitely is it something that i'd want to recommend to my families i'm not sure yeah i'm really not sold on that it's it's it was one of those touchy things and when i was judging i was trying not to be near anybody else because i didn't (laughs) want anybody to sway my opinion so i was with amy from uh, pregnant chicken and holly from baby gizmo Mm -hmm. and quite a few others it was like a giant entourage of peeps and uh big city moms was there risa too so it was. I was like, I don't want to stay near these people because then if they like something, I'm going to feel like I have to like it. Yeah. Right. So that was one of the like techie things that I saw. Then this other thing was called an owlet, and an owlet is a little monitor that goes on your baby's paw, right? So it goes on his little foot, and it monitors his heartbeat and his uh, respiratory rate. So it did a lot of things. Now, I really don't like to work with companies that kind of prey on fear yeah it's one of my big issues at twiniversity and we often get pitched by those companies because they're like oh parents of twins need this now i i don't even want to get stressed about it because i don't know if you girls know this but anna my daughter was on an apnea monitor for seven months 
So after she was born, we had one of these monitors in the house, and we actually had to take her off the monitor because she was getting herself tangled yeah. in the cord. Oh. So she was spinning like a freaking whirling dervish, and then that was pro- that was posing more of a danger than her no longer breathing. So I, yeah, I don't get any of the things that involve a cord with a baby. Like well, how, that was old how, school. How they even get away with it is right. weird, right? Like insurance-wise. Like it's well, so if you scary. think like a newborn's not going anywhere. So right. when the baby's in the NICU, what does it really matter? Right, right. When you know? they're little. Well, they're yes. also in the NICU, right? So they yes. have the, the way to like they lay the cords. Yes. They thread them mm-hmm. through things. Yeah, That's but one of those different. machines is what they sent me home with. Well, right. they didn't send it home. We had two issues where Anna stopped breathing in the house and we had to do CPR twice. Good times. Oh my God. And then they brought us uh, an apnea monitor. But we we knew that there was going to be potential problems just after she was born. The doctors like look out for A, B, and C. So it's not like they sent me home and was like, good luck, Charlie. You'll be fine. (laughs) So I looked for these things and so as a parent who had that experience, this owlet really kind of hit home with me Mm -hmm. because it was a wireless device that did the same thing as that wired device that my daughter had. Right. So, And it was so tiny and precious. And what I think really sold me on that was that it had um, a little iPad. And the iPad told the story of a few families that their children are alive because of the owlet. So I was like, yes, I will vote for you. Right. So I, I really should have saved my comment for that product because it's like something where people have a real medical need for it. Yes. But then neurotic parents are going to want it and over-monitor well, their kids. Well, you know, I do think people have such a fear of SIDS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and because it is, again, so mysterious, yeah. so terrifying, um, so one of those things that, like, nobody is to blame, but everybody feels like they're the responsible. Yeah. It's horrible. So if you feel like there's this little thing, like, honestly, I could see that becoming a normal thing for a lot of people mm-hmm. to have that because they're just afraid mm-hmm. of SIDS. Like, forget if your baby was preemie or might have respiratory issues. Well, I always I worry that when somebody has something like that, they're not going to take the same precautions that they yes. would have if they didn't. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like in this this like catch-22, right? right? So do I recommend that this is something that parents get? Or do I say, listen, you know what? Just you got to go with your gut, go with your instinct. So I don't know, but that was that was really interesting. But there seemed to be that was the trend this year. It was all monitoring products, baby. Yeah. So and mm. then they had all these new, you know, baby monitors that had, you know, this Wi-Fi capability. And the thing that I didn't know, which I learned, is that when you're buying a baby monitor and it has a Wi-Fi capability, where is it going? Is it going through a cloud or do you have a dedicated IP address? And there's things that people don't realize. So I didn't even realize that. And I've been recommending a product that apparently was going to a cloud. So now anybody could get in that and watch my baby. Yeah. So this year I was on the hunt for that. But there was a lot of good stuff. It was definitely like my show, I Mm. feel. I know companies so well now that I know where I could store my luggage without asking. <laughs> I know who has a refrigerator with cold water. Well, Next so year I already ordered lunch. Let's talk about strollers. Let's, oh, talk. My let's talk about the real deal, which is basically it's like the car yeah. <laughs> version. God, I, it's I hated strollers. Are. I hated them. I couldn't wait to get my kids out of them. They're such a huge I always say business. my happiest day was the day I sold my double stroller on Craigslist, but Buying the stroller, like if I go back mm-hmm. to when I was pregnant and looking at all those strollers, 
I loved stroller loved shopping. It. Oh my god! It's like buying a car. It was buying. I don't own a car. Like so, for <laughs> New neither. Yorker, especially, yes. I was like, I gotta be able to fold that sucker. Yes, carry it on hand, steps if necessary. Carry. Yes, subway time. Yes. what is this and happening? There was yes. Not, when so my daughter's now thirteen. When I was looking, which is like fourteen years ago. Um, double stroller is horrible, right? Yeah. You really just had the side-by-side McLaren. Mm-hmm. That was the gold standard. Or the front-back Graco. Yes. That was really with for the car seats. The duo glider. The duo glider, which yes, was horrible. It was that. like, it was, no offense, Graco, but it was a hunk of junk. Like, it they're was a fine. plastic. I don't think they're offended by this. <laughs> okay. Well, if but you, it was plastic that yeah. just Plastic broke. wheels, too. Yeah, it was plastic all around, which yes. for a city, that's fine if you're rolling through the mall. Yes. But when you are a city mom and you're running over basically potholes yeah. mm-hmm. and snow and sleet, I will say that McLaren was indestructible. Yeah. Um, it wasn't light. <laughs> they <laughs> it wasn't even, easy to me. They weren't even there. I don't I think they're gone. They no, no, okay. no, no. They just oh. there's so many companies now that are opting not to go to the show, oh. but they'll fly you to their headquarters. Like Microsoft that doesn't go to CES anymore. Yeah. Oh, it's so, just cheaper that way. I think that they get to have a much more intimate experience with you yeah. when they're not competing with fifteen other you know, right. stroller companies. And it's not or where they're making companies. their sales. No, it's not. But th- that really, as the educator piece of me, gets right. a little pissed off because I'm like, great, now I don't even... So McLaren's not even on my radar anymore That's because so they haven't been there for years. Right. And I'm not going to go hunt them down. There's a million people now that There's have... There's so many great double stories. Yes. Let's talk doubles. All right. So <laughs> there... Th- I'm going to sit here in the corner. No, but a stroller-hating mother of singles. For a lot of people, double is also when you get your second... You have your yes. second baby. So like yes. some people, that double, if you have kids one and a half years apart, two years apart... You're looking at a double stroller. When my twin sisters were little, now we're going back like, you know, 35 years, 37 years. Um, the main option, which is what my parents did, you get two umbrella strollers and buy this little plastic thing that would yes. join them together. That's basically it what the McLaren double so, stroller was. Yeah, it was <laughs> That's so how that was invented. Like hoopty. It was hilarious. That's very yeah. funny. That's a lot of, you know, where there's so many moms of twins that I know that are in their 60s and 70s. And we talk about like, you know, then and now. And it's kind of like I walked you know uphill both ways in the snow <laughs> and that's that's what i feel like i'm like right. oh my god I'm i was so in the spoiled. best shape of my life aside <laughs> from when i was a dancer but after being a dancer like of my adult life when i had that double stroller because i you know i live mm-hmm. in a part of manhattan that's incredibly hilly and it was like a 90 degree <laughs> incline yeah. and to get Ugh. to and from the park and our neighborhood anywhere was uphill, which you don't know until you're pushing a stroller. Yes. And um, I can't, I mean, I'll never forget. I went to visit my cousin and she was like, how are you finding time to work out every day? And I was like, <laughs> I'm just pushing that hundred pound yeah. stroller up and down Manhattan Serious all day. Serious business, man. I mean, well, they're crazy. still heavy. They're, they're still, still heavy. heavy. And you add two babies. It's really oh, heavy. God. And all that crap. Yeah. It's a lot of crap, man. But the, I think the company that wowed me the most was uh, Peg Perigo. So, and as New Yorkers, we say Peg Perigo. Yes. But we're wrong. No, I said Peg Perigo. How did I know that that was right? I don't know. It is right. So now every year I've I've seen them. Just for that, it's worth it. They're one of the the strollers that I despise the most because their double stroller had like a steering wheel on it. And it really made me go into a rage where I wanted (laughs) to like pick up the stroller and start bashing it on the floor. And I am the type of person that when I hate something that much, I need to tell somebody about it. (laughs) So the first year that I went to that show, I was like, listen, just heads up. There's no way that I think that this is going to work. And she's like, oh, it's fine. So I, I became friends with Anna Perigo. 
<laughs> and Anna, is, she's like my BFF now, and I love her to death, and she's so fashionable and awesome. And every year she would tell me, like, next year is your year. And I'm like, you're full of crap, Anna. Like, I don't want to hear nothing. Like, next year is my year. <laughs> and this year she emailed me, and she's like, make sure you stop by and make sure you have an appointment. I'm like, whatever. As if I wouldn't see her anyway. Right. So I went to go see her, and it was my year. They have three new double strollers. Mm. Three. That's a lot That's for a one lot. company to come out with. Usually they like kind of drip them out right. over the years. They were like, nope, we wanted to do this. Here's what we're going to do. So they had um, two side by sides. And then they had one that was a tandem that was like the Optimus Prime of strollers. <laughs> it did everything. I could use bassinets. I could use car seats. And the thing that I, I was most amazed with is that I got her on video saying this and she says, you know, we got a lot of tips from this little book called What to Do When You're Having Two. I was like, shut your face, Anna. Because <laughs> whose book is that? She did. I was like, so so now you're using my book for uh, research and development, yet uh, I don't you're see not any residuals or anything. <laughs> Thanks so much, Anna. But um, I thought that that was really nice that she really took to heart and she was actually able to quote some of the pieces in the book that I talked about that's double strollers. Awesome. Oh, that's great. I couldn't believe it. Are there product images? Awe. Can we link to them on our Facebook yeah, page? Yeah, yeah. I have the videos. Do you have a oh, we'll link to I, your I do. videos. I okay, do. I'm gonna. I, they're not edited. They're on my phone. I did everything there, and I have Anna telling me how much she loves me, and that of course is great for any marketing person. But <laughs> I thought that that was really cool that she really because last year she was saying, "What do you look for?" and she introduced me to her son, and she's like, "Tell him what you just said," and. And I always feel weird with Anna because she's like a real Italian, like from right. Italy. And I'm like, I don't know, some like pseudo weird. Yeah, I'm a total <laughs> fake Italian. I'm totally a fake Italian. But what, what were you looking for? Because this is not something I ever had to deal with. I never had two children in strollers at the same time. Yes. Well, what you're looking for is you need really good wheels. So wheels are the key. And people are like, oh, no, it's the seat width or the, you know, the, the footrest. Mm. It's totally the freaking wheels. Because think in this city and no matter where you are, you have to go over cobblestone, concrete, dirt roads, grass. Like it's a lot to go over. And the heavier it is, the more that, I mean, the, the more struggle you're going to have. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm not a huge fan of the tandem strollers, really because I feel that in our city and you know we're a little crowded here and when you're standing on the corner of like 59th and 6th you feel like that kid is super duper far away from you yeah so i do prefer a side by side in general mm. also because i'm like a very type a parent and i need to have like 100 percent access to them and i can't stop to give somebody a pacifier because seriously <laughs> um but after you do did that like the first 70 times it's really old yeah it's mm. really old also somebody tried to feed my kid what? Yeah, oh, no, somebody tried Anna. Right? Somebody tried to feed Anna with a, like a cannoli yeah. on the corner of like Canal and Mulberry. And I'm oh like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. where is that acceptable? I don't <laughs> care where you're from. Should not be feeding strangers babies. Yeah. Oh then God. I was like, what do I do? Like, she's like a nice little old lady. Do right. I just let her feed my kid? No. Not? So that's a whole other story. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm kicking things. But um, <laughs> calm down, calm down, Natalie. I'm so enraged. So wheels. Wheels are what you're looking for. You're looking for a very comfortable handlebar, mm -hmm. and preferably height adjustable, so that no matter yeah. what the size differential is in your family, everybody could use it comfortably. Car seat adapters are nice, but it's not really a deal breaker for me. A storage basket is key. Brakes, how it closes, closing. how easy it is I to think close. close. I think closing. Yeah. Closing Brakes are important. Is, closing is everything. 
Closing is everything, but except once you have crap in the basket, you never I close hate, it That's again. what I hate. Now, now, Colecraft, they made a lot of changes to their contour stroller. And previously, they were on my radar in the not not the most positive fashion. And this year, they really made a lot of changes and very intuitive changes, like you know seat direction and. They put on their back, which I think everybody's going to do next year. You know how you have the basket at the bottom of the stroller? With the tandem, it's very long. Mm -hmm. They put zippers on the side. So you don't have to reach in from the front and the back. You could reach in from the side. I thought it was genius. Yeah, that's brilliant. So that was another good one. Especially if you're at the playground and that thing's parked in front of you and you're trying to figure out where everything is. Yes, yes, yes. Or you know kind of where something is. Right. Now I could get there. Um, and the last one that I saw, well, there were so many, but Stroll Air this year is coming out with a something like a City Select, but with a permanent structure. So the City Select is a single stroller that converts into a double stroller. And you could buy that, like the second seat kit, which is really nice. And then you could always convert it back to a single stroller. I don't think anybody I've ever known is like, oh, yeah, let me interchange this and put this back and forth. Right. So they've made one that's on a permanent structure. So it's like an aluminum frame, lightweight frame, fantastic wheels to be like out of the box, fantastic wheels. But they always have the air tire upgrade that are real air tires. That's nice. Not forever air tires, as I make air quotes that other companies have. So they've always been one of their Canadian brand, and they were on the Shark Tank of Canada hmm. oh. back in the day. So she's, she's always been one of my favorite manufacturers. Plus, she's one of the only women engineers of strollers. Most of these are like done in a room with a bunch of guys going, this is what we need. We need right. it to be That's aerodynamic right. or whatever, right? Or they care about the fabric. They bring yes. the women in to talk about the fabric. Please, <laughs> don't even st- st- get me started on the freaking <laughs> fabric this year. Because everybody thought that they had the nicest uh, colors. And I really didn't think that there was anything special. Except that this year, everybody changed the names of them to be really exotic. Yet, Holly and I did some live feeds from the ABC show, which was freaking hilarious. To just do a live feed on a product you've never even seen before. Right. It was very ballsy, but we did it, <laughs> and it was great. But my favorite part was was choosing our own color names for things. And then the PR person would get really aggravated right. because she's like, that's not, you know, crimson, that's dragon fire. That's oh a literal God. thing. If you All watch right. the video, she was really hey. not so happy that we're renaming these products that apparently, you know... Spent years picking out a color for that name what for people purple. Choose yeah. their strollers right? based right. on it's the dragon fire. All right. Well, we will have links to everything mm-hmm. on our guys. show right now. Yeah, get those videos. videos. I and I want to hear from people about stroll. I think people. It is like one of those parenting things. You buy that sucker. You have it for four years at least. At it least might be handing down. And I don't know. I I think strollers have been so out of the stroller world, but it's a really big. Mm-hmm. Huge, important purchase. Probably your most important purchase after car seat. It is, but it's something that it's not, you You don't always get what you pay for with right, a stroller. never. So like I the think. Bugaboo, right? It's like $26 billion. It's actually one of my least favorite strollers. Hmm. Because it's not, they made it, it's not a double, it's a mono duo mono stroller. Right? right? Which, come on, I, I mean, seriously. I don't even know what that means. It's one that converts to two and then converts back to one, but this whole converting process gives you three opportunities for it to break. Right. Uh, so if I'm spending almost two grand on something, it better not freaking break. I find a lot of those convertibles, too, don't fold well. 
once you add the second seat. Like it doesn't. It doesn't always fold with the second fold seat at all, right? And I don't like the underneath second seat. That's weird. Nobody in my neighborhood nobody adds wants a second, to ride that close to the ground. Amen. Nobody, nobody in my neighborhood buys a second seat or converts it to a second seat. They get the little kickstand thing. thing. Yeah, they get a boogie that's board. That's if you back. have an older, yes. like an old kid. So that's so as we wrap up the segment. But that's what I ultimately switched to. Yeah. By the time my daughters were like three, we switched to a single with the buggy board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because enough with that. Yeah. They were they weighed so much. They were the two three year olds in a double yeah. stroller. You yeah. forget it. Can I just say one more thing about double strollers for anybody who's in the market for looking? It's something that you have to buy in a store. You yeah. can't oh, buy it on Amazon. And in our city, the dude who carries the most is little folks down on twenty third oh, between okay. Park and Lex. He's a father of I twins. Used to buy everything there. So the, he has them on the floor. Right. Whereas if you go you to like Bye Bye and Babies R Us, there's like two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know that there's more you're going to think, oh, these are my only two choices. Do not take any of those choices that are on that store. Really do your homework because it is something you're going to use for a while. Yeah. But that guy is like, he's my hero because I'm able to say, listen, go there. And you could see even the color choices, right? So if you <laughs> wanted to see the Crimson versus Dragonfire, at least you could see it in person. But I never think people should buy a stroller online, even if you save 10 bucks, because if it breaks, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't tell you how many times I had my wheels replaced. Us too. Rolled Us too. There, Us yeah. too. That's why I like to bring it back and say, this one's broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fresh one. All right. So we're going to have all those links on our page and also twiniversity.com. Go yes, to twiniversity.com. Absolutely. There's probably reviews. The more reviews than you've ever seen in your life. Oh, <laughs> on all d- everything double. All right. <laughs> so we'll be right back with topic two, which is Barbie. Yay. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. All right, so this week we are sponsored by LD Products. And we were telling Natalie all about LD Products when she walked in today because <laughs> I've become a weird, like, You're, you're like an evangelist, I'm yeah. Evangelist yes. Because I'm obsessed with how expensive ink is. I'm truly, I'm obsessed with it. I have an ink problem. So basically, <laughs> we've learned, Amy and I are now pros at this, but the printer and ink is like razor blades and razors. They suck you in with yes. the really good price printer, and then yes. you are stuck paying crazy prices for the ink that you're constantly replacing. So like here you thought a great deal on a printer and like sucker, yes. really, you're now stuck <laughs> buying ink. So basically, don't do that anymore. Go to ldproducts.com who are the ink and toner experts. They offer quality alternative at a fraction of the cost. You can save up to 70% off expensive mm-hmm. name brands. Yeah, they like make them themselves. So they've been in business for 16 years. They ship more than 6 million cartridges a year. So they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing with ink. They have U.S.-based customer service seven days a week from their 110,000-square-foot building in California. There's an unprecedented lifetime customer satisfaction guarantee, which we were just talking about strollers that you need to be able (laughs) to return. You can return them for any reason, at any time. Do I have to send them an empty ink cartridge? No. I just tell them what my printer is. You tell you go online to their site to ldproducts.com, you find your printer. You don't you still recycle at your store. Yeah, it's you not a refilling thing. It's not, not a like my $3 credit. You can still get Very, that. I like to hoard those. But you don't need your $3 credit because they're 70% less. 
I want to know about that. Do they have the extra large? Oh, they have everything. Thingies? No, I'm telling you, they have every ink you can imagine. I need si- HP 60. Oh, yeah. No, color and black. <laughs> yes. Tricolor, extra large. Please, thanks yes. so much. So you're going to go. So <laughs> Just saying. Woohoo, Natalie's going. <laughs> so we have a special offer for Parenting Bites <gasps> listeners. You're going to get free shipping and what? an additional 10% off ink and toner at ldproducts.com. Use code PARENTING at checkout. The offer is valid through December 31st, 2015. Excludes OEM, which we're still trying to figure out what that no, means. No, no, OEM. Andrea said, oh, Andrea it's, said it's, it was something. It's like the third-party stuff. Right, some it's, weird third-party yeah. stuff. We don't know what that is. What does OEM I, stand for? I'm going to look that up. We're going to look it up right now. Free shipping to the contiguous U.S. And we said before, I'm sorry if you live in Hawaii, just you can't have you don't everything. Need ink. Just go to the beach and run <laughs> exactly. In the Chill out. You shouldn't be printing. So you should not be printing anything. But seriously, no oh, joke. Original. Oh, it's it's the opposite of third. Right, it's original it? equipment manufacturer. That's what OEM is. Oh, okay. What does that I mean? I still don't though? understand what it we means. We still don't understand. Right. But it doesn't matter. Go to ldproducts.com. Use code parenting. Get your discount. Get your free shipping. Get your ink. Why am I so excited about this? I was so excited because you spent so much money on it. I know. Spend way too much. It never stops. This week I spent eighty-five bucks on ink. I want to tell our school because I feel like the schools go through so much ink. Yeah. So they don't get like fancy discounts. No, they totally don't. They actually probably the opposite. You're kidding. Half the teachers are probably buying it out of their own pocket. I so freaking print fast draft. Even if I need like a real copy, <laughs> just because I have an ink problem. Okay, so here you go, LD products. Next week we're going to hear from Natalie. She's going to tell us all about a new. I'm ink. so excited. About I know. This. You I'm can so call glad. in next week with your ink story. Yeah, <laughs> this week's ink story <laughs> brought to you by LDproducts.com. All right, so we are back for topic two, which is Barbie. Which so normally I would not say let's talk about Barbie. But they had a new ad that rolled out mm-hmm. that went totally viral. Made me cry. It made me cry, made too. Made me cry, too. So it was so smart because, so I have been a defender of Barbie. I'm just going to lay this out there on the line for a very long time. Because my feeling about Barbie has always been, because I had tons of Barbie growing up. And I grew up crazy feminist, okay? So <laughs> put that, on, that Barbie had nothing to do with Barbie. Barbie was, you just projected onto Barbie mm-hmm. whatever you wanted. Yes. And Ken stayed at home half the time naked. Ken was at home <laughs> in the dream house, like yes. waiting for Barbie to get home from whatever fabulous thing she was doing. He was yes. just there to be a date. Yeah. And Barbie was actually yeah. incredibly empowering because of that. And I mean, Ken barely even had clothes, right? He had like three outfits. He hung out at the Ken. pool. He totally That's hung out. That's all he did. And true. it is totally true. And so Barbie was always this projection. And somehow, Barbie lost that, I think. They tried to define Barbie too much. They put out all the Barbie movies and the Barbie yeah. product. And Barbie became like Barbie rather than what she originally was, which was this woman doll. Like if you read the history of Barbie, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. The woman Barbie, right? They decided that girls only had baby dolls to play with. But they had no woman, like grown dolls mm-hmm. that they could pretend could be something when they grew up. So that's how Barbie came about. And they weren't like, let's make a doll with, you know, proportions that don't make sense. Yeah. It was just like, this is what she's going to be. She's totally revolutionary. Not just a baby, actual projection of what you could be. This commercial goes back to the original Barbie idea. And so the commercial, and we'll put it on our Facebook page because it's yeah. awesome. But the commercial is all these girls 
little girls walking it doesn't look like the people know that this girl no, is no it, if no. they're acting they're amazing yeah, I don't think, I think they were secret cameras so it's yeah. like a classroom and a little girl walks into the front as a professor there's a soccer team and the girl shows up as yes. the coach there's a vet office and the yeah, girl was the great vet. does your cat fly I swear that was my, <laughs> my takeaway too <laughs> no the best like we're gonna like totally give everything away I know. But, okay yeah. I won't say anything That's no it. but no spoilers right so at the end there's the reveal that wraps in Barbie and it was so completely on message and now I don't know if it will help Barbie sales because Barbie has been she's just kind of stagnant stagnant yeah. well she's actually been tanking she's actually the reason Mattel um, is no longer the number one toy company mm. is because of Barbie Lego has overtaken Mattel because Barbie sales have been so dismal yeah and they've tried, what have they tried? They've tried Talking Barbie. They've yeah. tried App Barbie. Was that Hello tried, Barbie? Was Hello that Barbie yeah. was that creepy one that like Whoa. had the camera built into it. It was wacky. It was weird. So they were trying to reach girls by kind of what we were just talking about with the ABC show, like yes. just adding tech onto everything that might not yes. need it. Instead of going back to how do girls want to play with Barbie? Mm-hmm. How do they play with Barbie? Why don't they play with Barbie? Um... What do you guys think? Do you have a Barbie? Did you buy your daughter's Barbies? Yeah, totally. Fiona was so into Barbie. And every year, I think last year was really the first year where she didn't get several Barbies for Christmas because, um, you know, she's 11 now. But before that, there were always a whole bunch of Barbie things on her list. And the neat thing was she would get like veterinarian Barbie and babysitter Barbie and it would come with all of the stuff. But the Barbies didn't stay that way. Mm-hmm. They all just go into the shoebox yes. naked, you know, and, and the accessories go somewhere else. <laughs> I, I know. Where'd you always lose the go? shoes and Barbie's naked. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I have to say, stepping on Barbie shoes is second only to stepping oh, on Legos. Gosh, like, yes. those are bad. She's got a lot of stilettos and they hurt. Um, but they, no matter how Barbie tried to define the Barbies for Fiona, it never stuck. She always just wanted to use her imagination, and I saw so much of her in that commercial. It was really awesome. So, yeah, I, to- I had no problem buying my daughter Barbies, and she's turning out just fine. Yeah. it's it, the You know, it's funny. I don't think we really bought her many Barbies because we have all my original Barbies. Oh. So my mom saved all of them and wow. all my clothes, and I'm talking like a moving box full of Barbies and clothes. Well, that's why Mattel is tanking. That's why they are. Well, they lasted. The funny part, the thing that really Those clothes makes awesome. me... Yeah, but they're also 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like Barbie goes to the disco. And I didn't have... Here's like <laughs> totally. where like you date yourself, right? So I didn't have a Ken. I had a Donny Osmond. Oh, my God. So he was I my totally Ken. But then too. I also had a Jordan from New Kids. Oh, my God. Because they made them all the same size. So I actually don't know know if I have like a quote Ken but I always had guys who lived in the house but they never really <laughs> there were played. always guys just living <laughs> there in the was house. guys that like you know like the bums on the couch <laughs> no, I don't even remember them doing every anything but I just remember that we would play store a lot that was like my number one thing and my aunt Sally who was like the oldest lady in the world when I was like tiny she would sit with me for hours and we would lay out outfits and be like you know Barbie come into the store and pick out you know your dress and which shoes go best and it's such a fond memory and truth I feel like my daughter doesn't play like that enough 
Yep. Yeah. Enough. I, I was thinking about that. This like hit home this week. This this weekend, I was in the car for six and a half hours with my husband and my sister. We never even turned on the radio. Hmm. We sang. We talked and we had a wonderful, wonderful, hilarious time. The only time that I pulled out my phone was to find out songs from Phil Collins and then they played like you name one and you name right. one and you name one. <laughs> but there was ne- there wasn't like really any tech involved. And I had this moment thinking like if the kids were here, they would be pr- playing friggin' disco bees or something and they would not be there. And I think yeah. the same thing is with Barbie. I think that it was just easier. And I'm going to tell you, it's half my fault, too, because it's such a mess. And so when she would play Barbies, it would be like freaking explosion. Now, in my house, I very unfortunately have to walk through my daughter's bedroom to get to my bedroom. So it wasn't like clean your room. It's like her room had to be clean because I will be injured on the walk (laughs) to my room. And they're very small apartments. So I'm never like, you know, every, every single day, everything had to be put away. And then eventually she's like, I'm not taking down that Barbie right, box. too much work. Yeah. Like, why am I going to take that down to play for an hour? And then it's going to be so much trouble. So for me, I really have this huge regret that she didn't play enough with Barbie. She definitely played more with like the Monster High thing. But she uses that like Barbie. Mm-hmm. But she likes the weirdness Right, of the monster Of that. She does not like, like, she does not see Barbie as herself. She sees, like, this half werewolf, half (laughs) tween. Like, she recognizes herself in that more. But uh, it's just so funny that all of our Barbies, and there was, like, a cowboy Barbie that I had. And the way that you could tell my Barbies from my sister's Barbies was I always bit the nose off of them. Oh, my God. That's how you. What knew. is wrong with you? Because my sister would be like, "That's the, people would give us Barbies, <laughs> right?" And we'd get like the same. So instead ho- of a sharpie, you know, a low hot Barbie. So I would just be like, "This is my Barbie," and I would bite its nose off. And so going through the box, my daughter's like, "This one was yours," and I'm like, "That's my girl." You That's knew, right. mommy. That was Hannibal. Yes. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. I should have known then. But I can't be the only one that did that. I would love to know. Please, no. can we post well, no, that on I used the Facebook to, I used page? to pull the heads off, but then I'd pop them back on. You used to pull the heads off. My yeah, but to cut the did hair. Did you have a sister that you had to share Barbies with? No. See? I didn't share my stuff. I just I had to share flat everything. out refused. Erg. No. See, my sister was younger, so she, like, inherited my mm-hmm. Barbies later. But I, but my husband was the youngest of four and the only boy. Mm. And he, he, those are his stories. Like the toys he was left with were like Barbies without arms. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> which is like the best scenes in Toy Story. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I do think, you know, it's interesting with Barbie, like to your point about your daughter being able to see herself in her. Mm-hmm. I think our kids, thankfully, have grown up in such a more multicultural mm-hmm. and not werewolf society, yes. but just multicultural where you can see how like this plain vanilla blonde mm-hmm. Barbie becomes less and less interesting because mm-hmm. yeah. it's not reflective and they always had like the ethnic Barbies those were always weird well like, I mean if it you was look always on, like such a stereotype yeah. and such like a yeah. weird attempt well, to like and now it's the opposite it like attempt. it's if you look on Amazon now there's like um, veterinarian Barbie an African-American veterinarian yes, Barbie. Right. And, and it's Hispanic. almost the exact same clothes, yes. exact same hair. Right, just it's just changed. darker skin, darker yes, hair. Right. They add a little bit more pigment into yeah, that plastic mold. Yeah. That's all that it was. So it's like, it, you just, and maybe it just is. Girls, like to your point, Natalie, 
they don't play like that anymore. But and I want them to. I want them to, too. You know, my girls, um, they never liked dolls at all. Like, they didn't really like American Girl dolls. They had a bunch. They would play with them when friends came over. And then yeah. they would do the same thing that I would have done with Barbies. They would have the clothes. And they would mm-hmm. have them go places. And they would do things. But they liked animals. So my daughters had, like, crazy animal collections. They had, like, a bazillion dogs. And, you know, they yeah. even when they were little, like, they loved, like, the little people. Yes. Little people farm. That little people lasted forever. Yeah. Little people farm. Little people zoo. And they would play like that. They would play. We had a big dining room table. And they would go underneath the table. And they Aww. would set all these things up under the table. But Barbie had – they had – less than zero interest in Barbie like if that's possible they could care less and for me Mm -hmm. like I my one of my earliest memories of my dad swearing is him building my Barbie dream house (laughs) oh my gosh I have a video on YouTube that it's it's my it's it's I forget what it's titled but it's like my effing Barbie dream house of me putting it together at three in the morning before Christmas but was it the dream house was it like the three pieces or was it the townhouse I had the townhouse the townhouse with the the elevator and he couldn't get the elevator line up oh no I I mean I remember at like I was four and it was Christmas and I remember hearing him like like every four letter word I'm trying to get that damn elevator it was impossible it was like, it was like the, the instructions had been Xeroxed 75 times and nothing was clear right. and you nothing. couldn't. Nothing. Oh it was my, awful. It was, it's but awful. once it was built. Yeah. It's that awesome. Thing, that thing. The new was one. There have forever. you seen the new no. Barbie? It's really cool. But so I, I have like kid envy. It's I really feel nice. Like this, I love the new dream house. This is like the only way they can save Barbie. Or my other feeling is they should let Barbie go. That Barbie no. should be retro. I kind of do. No. I feel like they should no. make Barbie no. No. like retro and stop trying to make Barbie happen in this way they have to like reclaim barbie i almost feel like stop they need to trying step to back make barbie happen well try stop trying to do all these product lines with barbie and yeah. everything barbie yeah. barbie yeah. mega blocks and babe barbie this and barbie that and just yes. focus on her just the let doll barbie be barbie just let they her should be take barbie. a page out of the the lego handbook look at yes. lego friends they're not trying to i mean they do kind of make her a magician and all that jazz but did you see the new barbie that's coming out this christmas which one it's the one that jumps on the horse no <laughs> no it's kind of cool it's cool but that's what i mean but girls don't want that like no, what don't. girls want is to project which is the essence of that commercial so i hope the product follows the commercial yeah. because the commercial is yeah. nothing like the product right now so it'll be interesting to see if they can turn it around they're not even putting that much weight in it like out of all the toy events that i've been to for holiday launches out of their their world the whole Mattel section is putting a lot of weight into they have a new Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. It's all about so Hot Wheels. So Hot Wheels is that new garage. And then what about the Viewmaster? Yeah. I love that thing. I There's love a new Viewmaster view coming out that's rocking my freaking universe. That they built with that. Google. It, was Viewmaster. P- it started with Google Cardboard. You're talking about that binocular yeah. thing where you yeah. click down yeah. the side. But it's new. But that now doing in conjunction it's 3D with and you use wow. your smartphone yeah. as the projector. And what I loved is like, I don't play with any toys the way that they're supposed to be intended. So what I did was I got it to uh, have a little dinosaur and I, gave, I, I had a bagel in my hand. So I was making this little dinosaur eat this tiny <laughs> bagel. And to me, that was better than like you know, back in the Jurassic period. I'm like, no, this dinosaur is eating a bagel. That's how I want to play with it. All right, that's our wrap up for today. Dinosaurs and Barbie (laughs) sounds like Toy Story. (laughs) All right, we will be right back with our bites of the week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. All right, this week we are once again back with Plated. And Amy's like our plated guru at this point. <laughs> so if you don't know at this point what plated is, um, let's face it, right? Between kids, career, commuting, all the things you're balancing, all of these dinners you used to make and plan and think about have probably fallen by the wayside. Mm-hmm. I bet you're doing a lot more takeout, a lot more carrying. Not Natalie, because she's still cooking all the time. I have a problem with that. <laughs> but, um, but we want you to get back to cooking. So Plated is for busy people who love cooking but have zero time for shopping or even thinking about what you're going to make, right? That's the rut mm-hmm. I got in. That's mm-hmm. why I started doing Plated was because I felt like I was in such a rut of yes. recipes and I mm-hmm. needed to be inspired exactly. and have new things to choose I'm eating from. so many different things that I would never normally I know. What did you make this week? So this was kind of crazy. So last night, um, we, we only got two last week, which is unusual. We usually get three. Um but my husband chose chicken parmesan with roasted cauliflower. And I was like, really, babe? Like, I make you mm-hmm. chicken parmesan all the time. Like, why would you pay for plated for that? And he's like, no, 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 that's what I want. It looks really good. So I was like, okay. And then as I was making it the other night, it's just, it's so streamlined. You know, yes, I make chicken parmesan, but then I've got to make sure that I have everything and it's mm-hmm. the right size. And so this, it was so easy to just do. And he said their method was delicious. Um, it was a different method than I usually use. Um, so that was one thing. Like, it was, this wasn't a new thing, but it was, like, made in a new way. That's so that cool. was really great. It was all and portioned out and everything? It's all portioned out. You get exactly what you need of every single Every single thing. ingredient. In it, but it's not chopped. So you still, like, you're chopping. Okay. Ex- you're cooking. Except they keep sending the Brussels sprouts and yeah, the butternut awesome. squash already, squa- you know, in, well, in the shape good. it's supposed to be. Which, right. thank goodness. Yeah, that's, that's the best um, part. Yeah, but but no. So like you you're still cooking and you're still preparing it, but you don't have to think about oh do I have this? Do I have this? I need right. this and how we much? Even say this? like even little thing of white wine. Yeah, really. Yeah, everything. pretty much the only thing you ever need is an occasional egg, olive oil, salt and pepper. Okay, that's it. Then they tell you what you need. Okay, right. Um, so that was fantastic. And then last night was just bizarre because for the first I've been with my husband since 1989, and I think this is not only the second time he's ever had a vegetarian dinner. But it was vegan. What? And, and, and I don't even like vegan food. We both <laughs> loved it. Um, I'm not sure I realized when I ordered it that it was going to be vegan. But it was um, it was kale, squash, and Brussels sprout tacos with a white bean. I think they called it a white bean crema, but there was no cream in it. And it was so good. And it was just, it was something that I never would have, like, looked at a recipe. That's, like, and crazy made. healthy, too. I yeah, never it was crazy. Check that box. Yeah, and then you keep the list. recipe. Like, that's my exactly. favorite part is you keep the recipe and then you can make it again on your own if you get, yep. like, inspired. I actually have all the recipes I made. Well, and the other day, I made I the, like, I went to pork. It was like pork and um, grilled peaches. Okay. And you put them on skewers and you grill them on, like, a grill pan. Yeah. I, well, even that with like a little bit of maple syrup glaze and whatever. I was like, what? I would never make well, that. Well, you can no like way. you can keep the recipe cards, or they also give them to you in your account in PDF right. form if you don't want to keep mm. the paper around. So you can always go back and check the recipes, and it's just it's it's just such a good system. It's really cool. I'm in love so with it. go to plated.com/slash/parenting. Choose from amazing chef-designed recipes with new selections every week to fit everyone's tastes. And truly, like 
there's more choices than any of these other services that are out there. Mm-hmm. I find Plated there's has like... There's usually like nine a week, yeah, right? Yeah, huge amount yeah, of choices. Really? Yeah, yep. usually two or three of them are vegetarian. Nine new each week? Yeah. Uh, I've, I really haven't seen any Could you go back yet? to the old weeks? No, I wish you could. There's some All that right. I would totally order But I think you can again. leave comments and say, like, bring this back. Oh, I this. should request it. Yeah, you should it. totally do that. that so they sense. fill a refrigerated box with just the perfect pre-portioned ingredients for your dinner. If it calls for a half teaspoon of crushed red pepper, you get your half teaspoon of crushed red pepper. Nothing's mm-hmm. wasted. Everything's delivered to your door. Fresh meat, poultry, fish, farm fresh veggies, spices, everything you need on the date you choose. Not home? Don't worry. The plated box keeps everything fresh until midnight on the day it arrives. So go to plated.com slash parenting now. Get a free dinner for two with your first purchase. You get two plates, basically, Mm -hmm. with your first purchase. So that's a free dinner for two. Go to plated.com slash parenting. Plated.com slash parenting. Are you per person? You buy you, you per, buy two, four, yeah, or six plate. plates for okay. each like thing for each yeah. meal, um, and you need a minimum of four plates for an order. And how many do you typically order per meal? We usually we we usually only do two because it's usually either for Omar and Fiona mm-hmm. if it's a meat thing, or for me and Omar if it's a night when the kids are not eating with us. Okay, it's pretty awesome. Go to plated.com slash parenting. I love it. And then tell us what you made and show us pictures. That's yeah. my favorite part. All right, we are doing our bites of the week. Amy, Amy's always first. I okay. should tell you that, Natalie. All right. So <laughs> I know sure. we don't even let the guests go first. So, um, <laughs> so this is not, uh, it's like sad and happy at the same time. Um, there's a town in Ontario that came together recently to give a terminally ill boy Christmas because he's probably not going to live to see Christmas. So this kid oh has my been... God. I know. I, I'm not going to be able to get through this. Oh, um, my God. This little boy, he's been fighting a, a disease. I forget which one it is. It might be a kind of cancer. Um, I'll post the story, but he's been fighting this since he was two, and he's now seven, mm. and he's been fighting very hard, but they they found out recently that he only, he only has a few months to live. So he made a bucket list, and one of the things on the bucket list was, I want to celebrate another Christmas. And the doctors said, you might not make it till another Christmas. So his entire town celebrated oh Christmas. God. They had That's a Christmas awesome. parade. There was um, a production company in town. They just happened to be there that supplied fake snow. Oh, wow. Everything is decorated. There was a parade that went past <sighs> his house. Santa Claus came. Like, they, they really awesome. did it up for this kid. So I hope he makes it to the real Christmas. But if he didn't, he got to do this. And when he asked his mom why is this happening now it's not christmas and she said because everybody loves you because you know the town loves you so yeah now i'm just gonna go cry oh that's awesome yeah i can't follow that natalie now uh uh-huh you have to follow Uh, (laughs) i should have gone last No. no i don't even know where to go so i was thinking about like what what would be like my little bite and I think I was thinking more like guilty pleasure stuff. Not oh, that's news what story. it usually is. No, I usually Great. don't cry because now I I don't even know what to do. So now <laughs> no, we need something to lighten. Yes. It, okay, so, go for so us. what my current obsession is is um, puppy videos. <laughs> See, that's the perfect antidote <laughs> to that okay. story. So there's like an Instagram account called Cute Puppies. And that's what makes me so damn happy. I love that. Every day. And uh, the other day, my sister and I spent 40 minutes just looking at puppy videos. And apparently, there's something called a puppy swarm, which I didn't know about that. If you Google puppy swarm, it's when people, like, basically, you lay on a floor and then hundreds of puppies come (laughs) and get you. Which would be my, 
like sister's best thing. She's always My wanted that. She's always, would it really be? Yeah. Oh, puppies? Yeah. Puppies. Little, I'd be like, tiny, they're all going to puppies? pee on me. <laughs> and so if they peed on you, why? You haven't been peed on before by a million kids? <laughs> I tried. No, I, I no? tried hard not to be. Wow. I really did. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Singleton. <laughs> you have twins. What do you mean? Oh my gosh. You had no choice. There was no choice. Peed my eye at some point. <laughs> coming up at me from my son. So that would be. Um, my latest thing is uh, puppy swarms. Makes me so happy. And every night before I go to bed, I stay on my iPod for my iPod, my iPad for like 15 minutes. I don't know why. That's like my downtime. I purposely go to bed 15 minutes early and I do <laughs> something totally stupid. But I want to be in like a good mind place mm-hmm. when I go. And these freaking puppy swarms make me smile <laughs> so goofy and giant. And then that now that's just become like a running joke that I don't know how my sister's getting anything done. And I hope to God her bosses aren't listening because she'll send me videos for the day <laughs> of random puppy swarms. But also today's video that she sent me was of a cat and he's just laying on a porch and a little snail just goes right next to him and the snail is crawling on him and then another cat comes and smells the snail and I'm thinking to myself like how could you how could that cat not eat that snail and then I said that to my sister like sissy which is I call her sissy I've never called my sister by her name ever in my life she's always been sis so I said how could that cat not eat that and she sent me in big bold letters because you don't eat your best friends oh my god and I was like, you don't? So then I was looking for like a meme of like eating my best friends all day to send that to her. Oh, and I, I have not that. found that. <laughs> I would not Google so that. If you, well, I, found, I couldn't find anything great because I right. wanted to be like, there, people do well, eat their best friends. We will not right. link to that, but we will link no. to all of the puppy videos. The puppy yeah. swarms and the snail is the jam. Video. That is awesome. All right. Well, on that dog note, um, my bite of the week is the Peanuts movie is coming out. Yes. Soon. Like in two weeks, I think. Um, and I don't know how the Peanuts movie will do. And I'll be totally honest with you. I am not a Peanuts fan. I was a Snoopy fan growing up, like for Snoopy's sake. Mm-hmm. But I never liked the Peanuts. I never liked Charlie Brown. Just thought, like, get over yourself. I like the musical. Yeah. Eh. I didn't even like that. That's fun. I didn't remember that. But so, but there is a great article in the Atlantic Monthly called The Exemplary Narcissism of Snoopy. Oh. And it's actually a really interesting, like, analytical article about the crazy psychology behind Peanuts and Charles Schultz and just what the messaging actually is and how, because it is, I think that's why I never liked it. Like, it was always kind of dark and weird and not in the way I liked. Like, it wasn't in this fun, twisted way. It was in this sort of annoying, like, stop whining, lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like Garfield? No. See, it's my the same sister kind loves of tone. Garfield. I hate it. She's asking. I didn't like Garfield. What about Kathy? Either. How'd you feel about her? No. She was no. They have that but same. But she was tone. my um, graduation speaker. And when I graduated from college, the cartoon? Kathy, <laughs> Kathy Gustwhite, the cartoonist. And it was one of the best graduation speeches you've ever heard. It was ended up in a book. And that's an when she stopped doing LSD. <laughs> and that was that was the day was, guys that um, was the kicker but anyway so she um so but read the article because the article is great and uh and if you're going to see the peanuts movie let me know because i talk about zero tonight's interest. the premiere is it tonight yeah see i have zero interest in the peanuts movie well so. if, if you have more interest in peanuts than rebecca does i will also post a link somebody put 10 hours of the peanuts theme on youtube oh i love that God, that's <laughs> hilarious that's that should be when, like the theme to my puppy swarms yeah you should layer them (laughs) (laughs) all right so thank you amy thank you thanks natalie for being here everyone should go to twiniversity.com 
thank you. Visit and me often. if you're expecting twins, yeah, I'm your the chick. place to be. Get the book. Um, the chick, it's called What to Do When You're Having Two. It is a bestseller on Amazon. Woo, woo. So, yes, uh, you could find it there and whatever. Find me on Twiniversity on, and I'm on everything. I'm at Twiniversity on everything. She's, I'm good with the branding, apparently. Branding. I didn't even know that that was something when I did it. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't either. I did I'm good. selfish mom everywhere. Well, more importantly, we are Facebook.com yep. slash yep. Parenting Bites. Um, on iTunes, Parenting Bites, B-Y-T-S. Subscribe, rate us, review us. We need those reviews. We're trying to get to 100. Um, and of course, on play.it, where you can find Parenting Bites and all the CBS podcasts. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.